0: This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
1: Blitzing on a Friday as we are breaking down a frustrating evening last night as the Steelers fall to the Browns. Joining us now... He is also running low on sleep. He was there last night in Cleveland. It's our good friend of the show, Mr. Brian Backo, of course covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. How are we feeling on this Friday afternoon, Mr. Backo?
0: Um feeling all right, guys, but you know, everybody's saying the sky is falling right now in, in Steeler Nation.
2: Doom um, and I don't know, Gloom. Day,
0: I don't- I don't know about that, but at, at home, guys, we're trying to potty train an ornery toddler. Ooh. So I say I say do that and then have some real problems. All right? <laughs> that, is, that is a lot. I, it's basically like dealing with a hardened criminal. I don't know what he's capable of right now. So I, the Steelers got nothing compared to those problems. <laughs> hey,
2: you're absolutely right. And when you try to bribe them, They'll just take your bribe and still do what they want to do. No loyalty whatsoever.
0: (laughs) It takes takes you down a dark road. It takes you down a real dark road when you get into that.
1: Wes will know about this soon enough. Yes, you will, Wes. Yes, you will. Oh, man. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: I think you guys are right.
2: But on a positive note, let's start with some positivity. Mr. Badcoat, man, what was some positives that you took away from last night's performance?
0: So, in in my uh, instant analysis that I do every game on the Post-Gazette website, my trending up player was Dan Moore Jr. This is a guy who, when we were uh, talking about this team in the preseason, we were saying they got to go out and get some help at left tackle. This guy shouldn't be starting. He hasn't been bad through three games. He did his part against Miles Garrett. Yeah, a lot of that was uh, thanks to the game plan, rolling Mitch Trubisky outright, sprinting him out sometimes away from 95. but. Dan Moore was doing doing well in pass, pro. I thought he was good in, in the run blocking as well. Najee Harris ran angry. Jalen Warren continues to be a good change of pace. And George Pickens did a George Pickens thing. That was nice to see.
1: That he did. He certainly
2: did. A hundred percent. And I was going to go to it, man. When you said Jalen Warren, I was like, yeah, man. I, I've been liking everything about him except the ball security. Other than that, he's been lighting it up.
1: But you know I need him to oh, hold man, on to that yeah. run. I need to hold on to that ride.
0: got in his butt. <laughs> <Tomlin> <laughs> got up in his butt. That was
1: all up in that grill. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: let me let me ask you this, Brian, because we kind of you know we had a, a bigger picture conversation in the first segment of expectations of this offense and, and timeline for this offense, maybe. Um, how you know you're replacing an 18 year Hall of Fame quarterback and, and a lot of new moving parts and it, it was you know it was never going to click on all cylinders week one. You got to see progression and there will come a time where you know where it, it certainly needs to be better. But did did you see enough progression from the offense? You know maybe particularly in the first half last night. Do you think they are maybe on schedule realistically for that timeline, or are they maybe uh, be behind the eight ball here a little bit?
0: So I I saw enough to run it back week four against the Jets. Now I am, uh, maybe I'm just philosophically a more patient man than most, but, um, you know, I, I, I tend to, when you talk about stuff like coaching changes or quarterback changes or whatever, I tend to err on the side of continuity and stability. That's just me. I think Mike Tomlin does as well. I saw enough that I don't think it would be, a good move or I don't know if fair is the right word. Cause there's nothing fair in, in life or in this game, but I don't think it'd be right to bench Mr. Biscay after his performance last night. I think there are a lot of plays that he's probably thinking, look, I'm doing what you want me to do running this offense with the ball handling and the pulling the ball and the read options and uh, the shovel passes and, and where I'm looking. I got to get some help from time to time from guys. When I, when I drop one in the bucket, mm-hmm. bring it in. Um, when, when, when we get a drive going, don't get a legal man downfield and, and kill it. I mean, I think he was okay. I, I was not on I, – I thought he was pretty bad in week two. But I think this was his best game so far as a stealer, and, and I don't know why you'd go away from him at this point. Well,
2: I'm actually glad you said that. I actually do share with that sentiment right there. Um, but I did actually want to – Switch a little bit, man. I know, obviously, talking about some of the help from him, some of that help could come in the form of the defense continuing to make plays, splash plays, turnovers, but more importantly, not having multiple, you know, 10, 11-play drives, you know, had on them. But my question to you is, are you concerned with the lack of pressure that we're getting up front in the absence of T.J. Watt for the second game now?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was. it started out nicely. Larry Ogunjobi uh, looked like he was playing with his hair on fire there early and and it kind of dropped off. I would say Malik Reed was did not have a very good night. You know they, they gave him more exposure after kind of trying to piece some stuff together in week two, throw a curveball at the Patriots. You know that didn't really work either. but um, yeah, I mean, that, these are just the the challenges you face when you're trying to replace number ninety. Uh, Alex Highsmith, I thought, held up his end of the bargain, but with a deeper uh, D line as deep as it is, you know, you you got to have those guys win some of those one on one matchups up front. I say that though, with, with also acknowledging that tough to pin your ears back when the other teams in third and manageable when they're running the ball on you. So, um, yeah, I mean, it it was a difficult game script for the defense. I, I I don't think they played well enough. Obviously, the tackling was atrocious for much of the night, but. you you give up 23 points every game and and you're at least middle of the pack in the league. You're not one of the worst defenses and, and they gave up 23. So uh, it was not, it was a game in which they, the offense and the defense were not playing well off of each other at all. The defense was, was giving up long drives. The offense was going three and out and putting the defense back out there. So, um, you know, you need both sides of the ball playing well to get an easy win. And when they both play, off of each other that poorly uh you're you're just you're you're rarely going to be able to pull it out unless you get a bunch of takeaways and turnovers and they didn't do that
1: brian staying with that it was did it feel like the pivotal moment to you because because it kind of does to me now you know thinking about this last night and in this morning uh offense there that that stretch in the second half of three straight three and outs um where it really started to unravel for the offense and where the, the defense really just started to get gassed and, and, you know, Cleveland was able to to use that run game to, to put that thing away. Is is that stand out to you as, as one of those pivotal moments, that, that string of, of three uh, straight three and outs by the offense?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and two long drives by the Browns in yeah. their first. I mean, the whole team pretty much imploded. Throw Presley Harvin in there with a bad punt. I mean, guys, they just folded up. They pulled it up on a Thursday night in Cleveland, which is becoming quite the uh, difficult proposition for the Steelers over these last four seasons to, to go there and, and win on the short week. So, uh, yeah, it was not complimentary football whatsoever, offense, defense, special teams. The Kevin Dotson false start, it was just one of those plays where you're like, yep, it's getting away from them. They're, they're crumbling a little bit right now. Nothing's going right. Uh, time to Time to go back to the drawing board. Week four, uh, when you have a little bit more time to prep for uh, Blacko and the Jets. Is that a song, Elton John? <laughs>
2: <and the> <laughs> close enough, close enough. Now, I know the game, like I said, just happened um, last night, so I don't know how much information you would have on this, but do you have any updates on the severity of Akello Witherspoon's hamstring situation?
0: All I can tell you most is that he was walking pretty gingerly, leaving the locker room last night. Um Nobody was walking with much pep in their step, but you could tell he had a, a pretty noticeable limp. Um, you know, I didn't see him get checked out in the blue tent from the press box. So uh, I, I was under the impression that it maybe wasn't too severe. But, yeah, obviously he didn't go back in. Team rolled him out fairly quickly. Um, and, yeah, I mean, at least he has a longer, longer time to get ready. But as I just said on our, uh, on our Post-Gazette podcast with, with our buddy Chris Carter – is it like the timing of Joe Hayden retiring? Can they be like, whoa, 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 whoa? Is that still in the mail? Like, can we still intercept that from hey, from USPS? Remember, a- Aaron
2: Donald. Aaron Donald had retired during the off season, and they, you know, they just lost his letter. So maybe they could lose Joe Hayden's letter as well. Man, takes mm. some time with that thing. Mm. Call him up. Shoot him a text. He got the same number. <laughs>
1: Brian Bacco, of the Pittsburgh yes, Post Gazette. It, was it
0: wasn't good quarterback play either last night, even before the injury. So a uh, little, little bit concerned. Uh, concerning too the pass coverage in addition to the run defense. Obviously,
1: Brian, how much for this defense is the the splash play, the the forcing turnovers, really part of what they need in the equation? And obviously, that's much easier said than done. Sands, uh, the defensive player of the year, T.J. Watt but you know it felt at times like last night if the defense you know no turnovers in the game forced uh cleveland cleveland not turning the ball over at all like is is that feel like something that this unit is going to be really predicated upon that they they need at least one or two takeaways per game uh not only for their own good right but to also maybe set up the offense in some some advantageous situations
0: yeah, and I think they did so much of it in that season opener against the Bengals yeah. every team you're playing now, you know, you're gonna emphasize we've gotta keep it away from this defense, specifically number thirty nine. Like it somebody in the uh in the old mentions right now about the show saying the Steelers got out coached all three games so far. What are you talking about? Did we did we forget about <laughs> week one against Joe Burrow and company already? Seriously, I mean, right? please, <laughs> give me a break with that. But <laughs> but the adjustments do need to improve. They need to be better. You, put, you came out of the gates punching this season on defense as you did last season. Now some teams are counter-punching, very similar, actually, to uh, to how the 2021 season played out those first few weeks, all the way down to the T.J. Watt injury that has hampered your ability to, to get those splash plays. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you got to right the ship. Uh, as I recall, they did not do that in week four a year ago, but they had to go up to Lambeau Field and do it against Aaron Rodgers. In Green Bay, a little bit easier task <laughs> this week, uh, or I should say next week, against the Jets. I think.
2: Man, you seen what Joe Flacco looking like, man? You see Joe Flacco? He out here is looking he's, elite.
0: Is he still elite? He's elite. Is
2: he elite? he ish Yeah, something like that. Eliteish. Yeah. Eliteish. Yeah.
0: Well, I I tell you what, though, I was impressed by Jacoby Brissett last night. I mean, not only was he pretty surgical uh throwing downfield, but Dude's like a skyscraper when he quarterback sneaks. I mean, geez, the one he, like. He got like four yards on it. Six yeah, yeah. like he was in high school. Yeah, it was like watching the JV game on a Saturday morning, the way they pushed it up front, and he just barreled through.
2: But speaking of those guys up front, man, because they were creating some holes for us at times, um, what was your thoughts on Najee Harris, man? Um, we obviously talked about him these first two games and obviously last game terms of the Patriots when he came under fire in a sense for some of his vision and lack of hitting it north and south as you know fast would have typically liked it to be man, but what did you think of, you know, your initial reaction to watching him last night?
0: I thought he was was definitely running harder. Um, you know, it, it seemed like the the injury or health concerns were, were a little bit of a uh, of an afterthought why he ran last night, I think John Johnson's outline is still in the turf there at First Energy <laughs> Stadium, so um, yeah, I mean, I, I liked what I saw from Najee for sure, I, you know, he, he also helped Mr. Trubis- Trubisky avoid a sack uh, when he turned Jacob Phillips upside down, coming oh, yeah, free on a so, um, and, and I saw some chatter, I, I haven't gone back and, and like really dissected uh, the game yet from every angle, I saw some chatter that his pass protection wasn't always great last night, but um, you know, I thought just with the ball in his hands, it looked better. It also helps Jalen Warren's giving him more of a blow. I think it keeps him fresher. So, uh, yeah, like we said at the at the top, you know, if Warren can can hold to that ball, he's holding it. He's holding it high, guys. But I don't know if he's holding it tight enough. For Come Mike on, Tomlin get, get that get that so tiki they're, they're barber. He
2: need that old school tiki barber type that the super high end type, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. When he was he was having fumbling issues back yeah, in the day, right? Yeah, that's, he that's it up and, he switched yeah. to that
2: like weird, super high like grip, two hands. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, part of it. Yeah, I mean, part of it might be Jalen Warren doesn't have real big hands, but uh, now we're getting into the weeds. He's well, now, hold on. On. come on now, man. that's only a
1: conversation on for Kenny. Now. All right,
0: no, uh, don't, don't, you be, do don't, don't you do that? Don't you do that?
1: Jalen hands regulation. Come <laughs> on now, Mr. Backo. Last one I've got for you. You, you know, you got nine days now, ten days to, to lick your wounds and, and get ready for the Jets at home. Tangible progress, right? What is that? What are you looking for? What's the number one thing in your mind that you want to see next Sunday at Akersher Stadium against the Jets? Is it more consistent run defense? Is it more consistent run game? Is it the progression of more of these intermediate and downfield shots from Mr. Bisky and the wide receivers? Obviously we'd like to see all those things, but if you could only pick one, what's the most important thing for you to see to continue to progress from week three to week four?
0: The, the run defense needs to come out and show me that, hey, we are better. We're gonna be all right. We just happened to face a Browns team that is the best at this on the entire planet, and they got going downhill, and we didn't have any answers. That's still not great because I mean you you, you don't want anybody to run on you like the Browns did last night. But I mean I you know I hate to be the the other team gets paid two guys, but. That is, a, that is a real thing. That is factually correct. So uh, the Browns did their job in the trenches. They do it better than anybody. They were actually healthier than they were the past couple weeks because Jack Conklin came back at right tackle. So uh, i just like to see the run defense. You know, if, it, if they let the Jets get off on them, then, yeah, it's, it's going to feel like we're living through the 2021 season again.
2: Yeah, and we don't want to do that, not at all. All right, well, the final one I have from you is um, I'm not really sure what you're doing tomorrow because it is a Saturday, but <laughs> the JMU Dukes do play Abstate. State. If you're looking for some good football, oh, man, you might want to tap that into that one right there, baby. Just throwing it out there. Go, Dukes. We want all the smoke. Yes.
0: We got uh, – Shaler has a homecoming game. I don't know if we're going to make it to the game, but they've got a parade, so oh, I might okay. hit that up. Turn it and, up then. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that, I hope that parade hope tonight. some college ball.
1: Homecoming parade no, tonight or no. tomorrow?
0: No, tomorrow morning. Mm. We've got a we've got a Saturday Saturday homecoming uh, in Shaler. Nice little tradition here. So okay, hopefully okay. The, the Titans can pull one out against Franklin Regional.
1: Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. All
0: Congratulations right. to Wes's Mountaineers.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Anytime, you know, we can see Virginia Tech get beat, I'm always a fan of that, man. Not so, only get
1: beat, you know. largest margin of
2: victory Come for the Mountaineers now.
1: ever in Blacksburg. Take me home. Took the foot off the gas at the end, too. Could have hung 40 on them boys. you mm.
0: You should uh, you should stop watching the games, given that you were obviously preoccupied last Listen, night. Listen, Mister
1: Backo, if you and don't think that happened. I had that I game say, on in the booth, you, you, you know you that man was <laughs> You tripping right on top of my engineering rack in the booth. I had my laptop with that game streaming the whole time. Come I was I was on about now. To
2: say you know how he gonna get it in. Come on now. He's not gonna miss a Mountaineer game. The best,
1: what? The best part was too. Like everybody in the booth, like like Billy Billy Hillgrove and and a couple of his spotters and stati- statisticians. They like every time we went to timeout, they were looking back like, "What's the score? What you got going, hey, on, over going on over there?" Like? Billy, like? Billy trying to do a little advanced scouting for the Hokies, saying, "Man, man never takes a day off. I love it." <laughs> Brian Backo never takes a day off either. Kind enough to lend us uh, some of his time here on a Friday, buddy. Thank you. We appreciate it as always. And uh, enjoy the homecoming and enjoy your weekend.
0: Yeah, I'm off tomorrow, guys. Don't call me. I'm Sunday too. Don't <laughs> don't hit me up. So, Let's
1: see a right, phone see on Do Not Disturb. Let's get it. hasn't changed his number since the seventh grade. But do <laughs> not call him. Yeah. This weekend, don't all call right? us. Don't, don't do call, it. Don't call. Don't now. do it.
2: <laughs> the, the three voices you just heard: me, Wes, and Brian Batco, Do not hit any of us. Any of us up this weekend?
1: Yeah. No, because uh, my wife might s- Gronk spike my phone. Yeah, she's like, all right, no Mountaineers this weekend, no Steelers this weekend. You know what that means? Family time. So don't yes. don't call yes. me or my wife might. she might Gronk spike the yes. cell phone. I don't know. I don't know. We got to have some family time. You got to work in the family time during the football season. You have to, man. It's mandatory. When you can, you need balance. Um, let's see here. We've got a lot of tweets. We'll take a couple of them here before we uh before we go to break. Also, I wanted to mention Which one to mention? There's no smooth way to do this. There's no easy way to do this, but I did want to make sure to mention it. Uh, today would have been Tunchoken's birthday. Mm. So big big shout yeah, out. Big shout out man. to our guy Tunch. We're, we're always missing him. I wanted to make sure that that just hit me here again. I wanted to make sure to mention that at some point today. Um All right, mozi. Let's get into some of these do it. Special K tweets us. Shut up, to And Special says, K. you guys are acting like benching Mitch would be benching Ben. Mitch failed in Chicago. Name me one failed quarterback in history who succeeded on a new team. Oh, I don't know. Drew Brees might have heard of him. Well, Was cast aside by the Chargers. Oh, I don't know. Brett Favre might have heard of him. Was cast aside by the Falcons.
2: I personally just don't care to do all that. Why should I have to do that? You tell me how many quarterbacks come in as rookies and just light it up then. You, you, do, that, you do that work. I ain't doing all that work. No.
1: We also got Jason who tweeted us, remind me how Mitch beat Kenny for the starting job. I'm confused.
2: Remind me how Kenny beat Mitch for
1: the starting oh, job. I'm well, confused. He, he had a couple impressive drives in, in preseason against second and I, third team teamers who weren't now. game planning at all on defense. Yeah. That's the thing. Listen, it, we all are. Uh, Motsi and I are. We think Kenny Pickett's going to be a good quarterback in the absolutely NFL. Do. I want to get that out yeah, right now. we absolutely now. do. But if, if if you're sitting there thinking, look what we saw in preseason. That's the yeah. spark we need right now. That is not even the same church, the same pew, the same area code. But that's the funny part because... They're playing second and third stringers and they're not game planning at all. I'm tired of hearing about Kenny in the preseason. Mm -hmm. That's what you wanted to see. That's what you expected to see. Mm -hmm. But you should put about as much weight in that Mm -hmm. as the the air you pump into your tires. It is the preseason, bro. They don't game plan. It's vanilla defenses. They want to see your jimmies against their Joes. For a quarter and, max. And as the late, great Jokin would have said, mm-hmm. in those situations, if you can't beat the Stiffs, you are a Stiff. Yes. So, guess what? Kenny Pickett is not a Stiff. Yes. That also doesn't mean that he's ready to start right now in the NFL. That's so. And again, Kenny Nation out there. Because you are, <laughs> I said that the to wolf today and he was cracking up. He was that, like, I'm going to start I, I'm using
2: I'm actually it. glad that you said it cuz they have Kenny their own, Nation is getting they're yes. getting loud. They got their own Don't you group, want man. your boy to succeed? But they feel like he could succeed above anything. They think that he's invincible no. and that's the expectations part that for me, I just don't think are realistic. But at the same time, we know there won't be that level of accountability either to the same degree of how it is for Mitch. For Mitch, where literally every single throw, every single decision, is freeze framed, screenshotted, we're gonna highlight, circle, and dissect everything, and say what we would have, should have, and could have done, as if we're quarterback gurus, as if we're the best quarterback coach, offensive coordinator, designer, play caller, all these things crossed the board. That's what people act like right now. And if those things were factual, then you wouldn't be putting that on Twitter. You know what you'd be doing? You'd be getting paid millions of dollars to be doing it. As a player or as a coach, you'd be Lewis Riddick. <laughs> like,
1: is that simple? You'd be, you'd be breaking
2: it all yeah, down. Is it's that simple. Or you would be on ESPN or NFL Network or Still a Nation Radio with the mic, and you'd be talking to people listening to you. If hey, that you're. Was hey, you could start a YouTube channel. Case. You could
1: start a podcast. Special case says yeah. Drew Brees wasn't failed. LOL. The team that drafted him didn't they, resign. They didn't him.
2: resign, him. that's a failure. Yes.
1: I mean, I don't know what else you would quantify as, what, a quarterback who who came out and threw, what, you want someone who threw one touchdown and 30 interceptions to be considered a failure? The team that drafted him didn't re-sign him. But at the same time. And then he went on to win a Super Bowl. But at the same time. have one of the most prolific careers in NFL history.
2: But we know, like I said, man, when it comes to fans, fans are passionate. Emotion, baby. Emotion. And we know at times they can be biased or just not as open to hearing and seeing perspective. Seeing all elements of it. It's easy to fall into that trap of getting hyper focused on seeing what you want to see to fit a narrative, and that's just been the biggest thing that a lot of people have been trying to pump. The well, by a on. lot of
1: people, you mean Kenny Nation, and I get yeah, it. Yeah. He's a young, exciting quarterback. Yeah, He's the first round so. pick. Rightfully so. I, I get it. Yeah, there's rhyme to that reason. But just, just, just be a little realistic. Yes. And again, if I was a card carrying member of Kenny Nation, I. Last night was the first time all season the offense really showed some life at moments. You want, you want to throw him out there? Do you not see Mitch scrambling for his life a few times? Do you not see Mitch taking that big hit from Miles Garrett at the end of the game when he was trying to complete a pass? No, that, that's what you no. want to throw Kenny into right now? It,
2: it wouldn't matter because he would read it faster, and the O-line would block better for him. The receivers would catch every and pass more consistently as well.
1: Scott says this, you know, Ben won his first 15 starts as a rookie. I'm Now, I'm not saying Kenny is Ben at all. Oh no, no no! I'm glad you brought up this one. But how did how we, was he winning those games his rookie year? Yeah, throwing 17 passes. That, that's that's with Jerome Bettis and Allen Faneca. No no no! Because that's what I, unreal I love, defense.
2: I do love when people bring that one up. Like come on guys, context. Like, go back to that season because those games are still available. Watch how he was winning those games. It is not what he, you guys are trying to depict. He that season completing Absolutely. 13 and 14 passes. Absolutely. So once again, yeah, stop it. That's
1: narrative. Put. out. And Fanica and Jerome Bettis on this team right now, Absolutely. and then you could get Kenny out there. Right, but that's narrative. You give You're him a Hall push. of Fame offensive lineman and a Hall of Fame running back. That, okay, yeah, but do we have
2: that right now? It's, it's literally that simple, man. But without singing.
1: T.J. Watt, do we have that defense right mm-hmm. now? Cash, drew <laughs> Steelers talk tweets us and says, "Kenny train choo choo." Hashtag Kenny Nation. <laughs> Oh no! I've created a monster. Hey, that—that's what you said, Kitty Nation. Kenny Nation. <laughs> kenny
0: Nation. That's what we're. Well, that's what we're. That's Let's what we're
1: going. Go. To, that's what we're going to here. I mean, that's <laughs> that's really what we're going to here. Hey, so, you, I'm not gonna like be able to uh, hear that now. Kitty Nation. <laughs> Kitty Nation. Let's ride. Hashtag kenny Nation. stealer Let's talk. Hashtag it. That means it's Let's official ride. now.
2: <laughs> Come on, Kitty Nation. Kitty Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride. I'm telling you, bro. Kenny it, Nation. I got, I got Russell Wilson. Let's ride. I got Russell Wilson image, but it's going to be for Kenny Pickett now. Every Kenny time. Nation.
1: <laughs> Let's ride. Get Deke on the line. We got to make a video. Kenny Nation. Kenny Nation. Let's
0: ride. Let's ride.
1: <laughs> and don't get me wrong. If we're sitting here singing the same tune in week seven that's and week eight 90. and week nine, it, that's heck, Muthie and I might jump on Kenny no, Nation.
2: because- it's not necessarily a, a, a jumping on a bandwagon, but that is a big a ti- sample That's size. a timeline. That's yeah. a timeline. That is drastically different than you're talking three weeks, one on a short week, and we're talking about this offense actually having tangible progress that we could all point to. Those are two different conversations. And that's the part when we're saying, man, it seems so just biased in the whole Kenny Nation joke and stuff like that. That is what we're referring to when you can't even acknowledge the positive that took place last night offensively, that you're so bent on seeing a player out there that you're willing to compromise the growth of this team.
1: And you're the growth of grow. Kenny Pickett.
2: You're willing to compromise all that solely for your personal pleasure of wanting to see this quarterback out there right, wrong, or indifferent? That is what we are speaking to. It has nothing to do with can Kenny be a better player? Can Kenny grow? Can Kenny be XXX? It doesn't matter about any of that. But right now, he's not giving this team the best chance to win. Mitch Trubisky is. And you know who else believes that? Mike Tomlin. You know who else believes that? Looks like Matt Canada does. And those are the guys that are employed to have that say, to trust this guy. They see him every single day. They are privy to more information than me, you, and anybody else that claims to know it on that level. Mm. So I'm going to trust the guy that, as they said on numerous occasions last night, first fifteen seasons has never had a losing season. For all the people that, oh man, that's that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It's funny you say it doesn't matter, but yet y'all are clamoring at the opportunity for this to be his first losing season. For it not to matter so much, y'all this could be the year right here. That's all I'm saying. Coach Tommy knows what he's doing.
1: <laughs> Bro, we're getting people now tweeting yeah. us their questions. And yeah. then, ju- like, Daniel tweets here, hey, can we hear some thoughts on Devin Bush? Hashtag Kenny Nation. That's right. Oh, this is going <laughs> to be a fun bit going forward, isn't that's it? That's right. <laughs> like, it, it, it tweets are rolling in. Like, right here, you guys are acting like Kenny is a kid. He's 24 and a four-year starter at Pitt in a pro-style offense then why wasn't he the first pick in the NFL draft? It, if, if, if everybody <laughs> thought he was so NFL ready, why wasn't he a top 10 pick? There were five quarterbacks no, no, no. taken in the Wes, top 15 a year ago. But Wes, why was there only one in the first round and he but, went at 20?
2: But, Wes, people hear what he just said, the most pro-ready of this class. Not the most pro-ready quarterback you you're gonna in a make, pro Y'all going to make me go heel on Kenny he Nation here. Most, don't make me do it. The most pro-ready in this class context
1: class, class class
2: context and just because he's 24 and was a four-year starter cool what was Brandon Wheaton when he came out 28 years old and was a multi-year <laughs> starter as well he went what top 10 if I remember correctly to the Cleveland yeah, Browns and his
1: Oklahoma State team okay. was, was better than that Pitt team okay
2: they so, were top 10 the whole year and he had he won had, a major bowl game he had a dope receiver as well we know Kenny had Jordan Addison he had Justin Blackman okay hmm There are actually some nice parallels there. It, 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 come on, man. It's not it's not haphazardly that I threw his name out. It was very intentional
1: because it's Kenny's, – Kenny's got better hair when, than when, Bre- when Brandon Whedon did, though, just, for sure.
2: When people want to, you know, try to spotlight this or straw man an argument that really doesn't have the full context, you have to have that type of ammo on occasion. So I just felt like That's why we that love right
1: it. There. We do love you, Kenny Nation. It's all in good fun. Yeah. This is why we do this. We love it. We but got we a do. ton of tweets to and get to here. we do think
2: Kenny's going to be a good player. Yeah.
1: Absolutely But it's a timing thing Think about this right
2: When we talk timing I always like think of When I met my wife Okay you know I love my wife You do Now we've been married For 11 years man It's been awesome Shout out okay? Mrs. Moats. Shout out Mrs. Moats. But it was crazy Because like when I met my wife I met her literally in a place Where I was working at A couple years prior to Now the difference was My maturity level when I was 18, 19, working ah. at Hollister right next to Eric Post, I walked by her store every single day, never noticed never noticed her, never said anything, never seen her. She never noticed me, never seen me. If I would have ever went in that store at 18, 19, All I can cocky. assure you, I can assure you, she would not be Miss Most today. <laughs> and I can assure you, she would have written you off right away. You would never hear her say, Oh, I love that Arthur Most guy. Oh, he's my favorite. That, that's my guy right there. I can assure you of that, okay? But timing wise, three years later, exact same scenario, exact same store. We meet, everything sparks, here we are 11 years later being married. Kid's family. Timing. Not saying that Kenny isn't capable of being a great quarterback. Not saying that he's not capable of being a Hall of Fame quarterback for those people that out there that have that, you know, notion for him. But what we are saying is the timing of everything. And right now, the timing for Kenny is not the best right now. Could you put him out there and make it work? Could I have dated my wife when I was 18 and 19? Sure. (laughs) Is there a chance that it could have worked out, Wes? Sure. 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 But the chances are a
0: lot lower. (laughs) The chances were drastically lower. Than they were
2: when the time was right. And that's all we're saying when we're talking about Kenny Pickett and we're talking about having some patience. When we're talking about not trying to make it a witch hunt about Mitch Trubisky solely to promote your feelings for Kenny Pickett. Timing matters, man. And right now the timing just isn't right. But – He'll get his chance eventually, and I hope and pray that it does work out the way that y'all wanted to, kill Kenny Nation, because if not, boy, it's going to be a lot of people coming back for y'all. Oh, Lord, it's going to be a lot of people coming back for y'all. Just know, just know, I'm not going to be one of them, because I ain't, I'm not a, I told you so guy. Y'all you know all my Petty? Energy, but it's a guy that I'm on the mic with right now. I thought his name was Wesley Tom Petty. <laughs> you know? So you just, just got to be careful, okay? Or maybe Ewell or Richard Petty. You just ne- You never uh... know. You never know, okay? But y'all better be careful out there. Kenny Nation. Let's, let's ride. That's my day. Oh, let's go. I, oh, you just
1: got me through the day, bro. I, I needed a nugget. You got me through the day with that one. High IQ tweets us. I think this is the first Welcome time. Party, Says Steelers fans, just put Kenny in. Let's ride. Mike Tomlin and Wes and Moats. you ain't got the answer, Sway.
2: <laughs> you ain't got the answer, Sway. You know, then he hit us a couple of years later. Right, sweet. I swear How God, you answers. he right, they was right. They was right. All and right. let's hope
1: that that's the case. Let's hope that that's the case. You, we're having some fun in the electric factory. One you don't more have segment. That one more segment to <laughs> Kitty go. Nation! That's right. One more segment to go. All right, <laughs> we're gonna turn it over to you on the tweets when we get back here. Kitty nation. That's right. <laughs> This will be fun. We'll, we'll we'll deep dive into your reaction here, and we'll find the answer, Sway. we gonna get the answer.
2: You don't got the answer. We're having some fun. How, Sway? How? Where else would you rather be than right
1: here, right now? Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, inside the electric factory. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.